Hey, how's it going? This is Braden from Noble Sports. Sorry, Brandy couldn't make it again. She uh, has already prearranged commitments with her soccer team. But today I'm privileged to have on the podcast, Ivana Martinez. How's it going? Hi, I am so honored to be here. It's going great. A little nervous, but I am ready to go. Well, you know, I'm excited that I took your phone call because normally, and I, I don't know if you recognize this, but when you first called, I, I started speaking in Tagalog. That's what I do when I don't recognize the number. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> because, I didn't even notice. <laughs> because I've noticed that if it's if it's a telemarketer, they usually just hang up or they'll start speaking Spanish, and then I'm like, wrong language, and then hang up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. So why don't you tell all the listeners what it is that you do for work? Because I think it is an awesome job. Brandy is extremely jealous that she could not be here to pick your brain. So <laughs> yeah, I'm in a really great position, actually. So I work for the Las Vegas Aces, which is a WNBA team out here in Vegas. I am a membership experience manager. So what that means is I'm basically an account manager for all of our season ticket members. I help them out throughout the season with anything that they need. And I also do sales. So I sell season tickets. I contact businesses to have groups out to attend our games and really just trying to spread the awareness that we are here, we're here to stay, and that we're freaking awesome. Yeah, to say the <laughs> least. Yeah. I, I, something funny that happened on Sunday. So we were watching the Aces game because – before I even realized that the tickets were on sale, they were sold out. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then I went to go look to see how much they were. And they're like $600. I'm like, I love the aces, but I don't know if I love them that much to spend yeah. $600. So I'm like, I'll just, I'll just watch it at home. So Penny and I were sitting, we were actually at my uh, in-laws house. We were watching the game and someone started to kind of say some uh, off colored things about the aces. And here comes Penny. And she's like, what did you say? And she, a four-year-old gets heated and says, no, no, they're awesome. You can't say anything negative about them. And it just, it's just amazing. Like she has told me that because I'm a Seahawks fan that she's like, I like the Seahawks. I like all your other teams, but I love the Aces. And Aww. it's just kind of cool that she gets this opportunity to see top caliber female athletes, which I think is really cool. So. Yeah. And honestly, you you took the words right out of my mouth because that's my goal. And I know that's everyone else's goal within the organization is exactly that to have young girls like Penny, who's only four years old, have so much passion and just love for our team. It's it's unheard of almost to know a four year old who has a favorite team. Oh, yeah. Like, like I said, she's a carbon copy of me and my wife's like so much for not pushing things on her. I'm like, I don't know if I pushed it on her. She just likes spending time with me and she sees that I get excited. So she gets excited, but yeah, like, it's been such a unique experience because the, the game that you call us about when you sold us our season tickets mm -hmm. was my first game as well with the aces. I had never gone and it was just her and I, and I was like, you know what? I want to do something fun. That isn't just staying at home and watching movies. I was like, hey, it's opening weekend. Let's go watch the game. Yeah. And and we had a blast. And it, it, it's even better when they win. I mean, yeah, of course. they did a lot of winning this season. But it, it was, it's yeah. such a unique and cool atmosphere. I've been to many sporting events. And by far, the Aces atmosphere is different and unique. And it's so cool. I, I enjoy it. You guys are doing something great over there. 
Yeah. I mean, we're really trying. We put our blood, sweat and tears into it. We, everyone within the organization is so passionate about what we do, which is just magnetic to be around. And I think that our passion within the organization spreads to all of the season ticket members. And that's what creates that atmosphere. That's what makes it so special is because everyone that's there is, is there because they, I don't even know how to put it into words. They're just there for the right reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and so if if the listeners, if you haven't caught on, Penny and I are going to be season ticket holders next year Yay! because because of you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're welcome. I, I was I was sold. I was sold. It was selling my wife and how we we managed it is that's my one Christmas present. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll take that. I'm like, Penny, when I told Penny about it, she's like, so we can go to the games now. I'm like, it's next season, but yes, like we'll, we'll go to the games. Uh, so she's she's excited for it, and I, I I'm just amazed. Like like you said, a, a four year old, a normal four year old's not going to be interested, but she yeah. legit has a blast to the point. The last game we went to, she was on the jumbotron, and she thought that was the coolest thing ever. She's never experienced that, and so I think it, it's just amazing overall. So what? How did you get started with the Aces? So I started in sports because my fiance actually works in sports. So he has worked in sports for over 10 years of his life. He started with the Clippers out in LA. Okay. And, you know, through the years, we ended up moving here to Vegas. And he is who introduced me to what sports can be as far as career goes. So I actually come from the mortgage industry. I was a realtor and then I became a loan officer. So I was very dead set on that plan for my career but there came a point where i needed something new i need i felt like i kind of hit a wall i didn't feel like i was getting challenged anymore and i was extremely stressed so back in 2020 i want to say i started an ambassadorship with the aces so what i was doing is just game day operations so i would just kind of check people in put wristbands on them answer whatever questions i could and that's where my journey began back in 2020. Oh, what a great time to start, too. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> kind of when sports all took its standstill. Yeah. That's, that's when I started this podcast. And I'm like, what am I doing starting a sports podcast when there really isn't sports to talk about? <laughs> I, I mean, it's paid off. It's been fun. It's 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 a blast. That's yeah. That's so cool. I know. Uh, I'm really lucky to say that I got something positive out of COVID. That was definitely a major positive. That is awesome. Uh, I, I'm envious. Like that. That's the dream. I graduate from Purdue in officially. I finished classes in March and I get my diploma in like June or something like that. I don't know why. It's like thank you. It only took eight years to get a bachelor's degree, but hey, better late than never. Exactly. <laughs> it's what do they say? It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a blast, and I, I put an emphasis on marketing, and I'm actually taking a business or a sports analytics class right now, and my professor, without fail, every single time, he's like, I know you're going to talk about the Aces, or you're going to talk about women's football. He's like, and he's like, I love it. I'm for it. He's like, no one, you're, you're, you're he's like, you're weird, but weird in a good way, because <laughs> most guys aren't talking about that. Most yeah. guys are talking about the male side of sports where yeah. I enjoy it. I, and, and I do it because of Penny. Like I, oh. I have com completely changed my mindset because 
at one point, I will say, I had the mindset of the typical Mel, oh, it's not fun, it's not this, it's not that. And then I actually gave it a try, and then I realized, hey, the media is wrong, or like the the whatever Facebook commenters are wrong. It's actually yeah. a blast. Like, I, it's it's amazing. Like, and when people say the Aces can't score, I'm like, they just scored 99 points. Like, isn't that what they do in the NBA? Right, right. Asia Wilson set records this year with how many points she scored in a single game. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny that you say that because when I started this job, um, I was surprised to see how many men were so passionate about the team and how into it they really get. Because I kind of I knew that women's sports were aren't as popular, quote unquote, but I, I didn't realize how many men are actually really interested in what we do and they value the the game that the girls put on so that's been a learning process for me it's so so cool to see men like you who came from a background of thinking that women's sports are lame and not as exciting to now be the aces being the reason why they think otherwise yeah it's been a fun and the whole journey that this started all started because of tiktok i don't know if you're familiar with lois cook Lois, no. she's, she's a she's a big wig in women's football. She's been on ESPN. She's she's awesome. She was my very very first interview, and it all started because Penny was going through my TikTok and she found her page. I'm like, huh, I wonder if I reach out to her if she'll come on for an interview. And she had like a hundred thousand followers, so I'm like, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna get that on TikTok. And I found her uh, her Instagram, and before she really blew up, I'm like, hey. Would you want to come on for an interview? And that's just kind of how this journey started, this rabbit hole, just to see how many different leagues and organizations there are for women's sports. It's kind of cool to see. So another question I have for you, because obviously looking at the analytics, Mm -hmm. attendance for the Aces have been sky high all season. I want to say it's just under 10,000 people, which out of a, what, it's a 12,000 seat arena, just a little bit more than that. That's pretty good. What yeah. ha, what have what has the team done to really boost attendance for the games? Win a championship. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I would say, you know, winning a championship is really what catapulted us. Uh, we grew by, I think, 130% from last year to this year in regards to, like, season ticket members. So um, I actually took a look at how many games we sold out this season and we sold out in the regular season. I believe it was around eight games that were completely sold out, which is a record for us. So out of 40 games, that's pretty good. Yeah. Right. And out of just 20 being at home. So eight being sellouts, at least eight of them are sellouts. I mean, that's a huge thing to accomplish. There's not a lot of teams who can say that that are in the WNBA. So but, you know, aside from the growth or, you know, the girls winning a championship, I think the organization itself has grown a lot thanks to Mark Davis and everything that he's done for us. So he, I think he also is a big contributor to our growth. We are so grateful for him and being able to build the team that we have now. Now we have a lot more people on our team. We're able to reach more people because there's more people like me making phone calls and just spreading the word, spreading the love. So because all of us within the organization are so passionate, and I know I keep saying that word, but it's just, it's so true. Our passion is shown through the phone, through our meetings, through 
every interaction that we have with people and it's magnetic. So people want to be a part of things that are exciting. And when we're excited, everyone else gets excited. Just how you experienced with our phone call. Oh yeah. You made it so personal. And <laughs> I, I know I, I did sales for a while, so I kind of get it. I hated it. I sold insurance. Yeah. That whole different beast. I hated it, but you made it so personal while I was doing homework too. So it kind of <laughs> took my mind off of homework for a second. I'm like, yeah. you know what? This is actually like, I always thought being a season ticket holder was out of the question. Like that, that was, that's been a dream of mine since I was little. It didn't matter which team. I just wanted to be a season ticket holder. I thought that was, that's for sports fandom. I feel like that's the top of the top. That yes. and experiencing a championship. Uh, yeah. I haven't done that yet. Maybe, maybe I'll uh, I'll sneak maybe. into a game. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe this upcoming year. You never know. <laughs> yeah, um, but you you made it so easy that yeah, it's actually feasible. It's not out yes. of reach, and that's what I loved about it. Is the whole interaction, it, even though it was probably like a five minute phone call. Yeah, it, it it really and the fact that you actually engaged when I sent you that picture of Penny for that video. You're yeah. like, oh, that's the sweetest thing. I'm like, okay, like, this is genuine. This isn't just, yeah, this isn't just a gimmick. This is actually, and I could feel the excitement. And even if you weren't, I was already dead set on being a season ticket holder when you explained it to me. It, it, it's easy. It's easy to invest in that. And just hopefully seeing how this team can continue to grow. The one thing I love about this team is everyone says they're a super team. But if I'm really? not wrong, I don't think they're a super team. They drafted all their players. <laughs> That's not okay. a super team. <laughs> You're going to have to educate me a little on that one because I'm not exactly sure what a super team is. So that whole thing kind of started with in the NBA back when Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Rajon Rondo all teamed up for the Celtics. Then LeBron did it Miami with Dwayne Wade. So they started making these super teams, teams that had all this star power to oh. win championships. And everyone automatically said, oh, the Aces are a super team because they have all these stars. I mean, other than minus Candace Parker, all these players are players they either drafted or signed in free agency. It wasn't like it wasn't built. It was built through time. It wasn't built overnight where the Liberty and not to take away from the Liberty they are actually a super team. They signed all the star players this season. And it whether it's to just compete with the Aces, which that's what it what it seems like. Yeah. But it, it's just really interesting to see the product. And and I find it awesome that Mark Davis has invested in the Aces too. It just really shows that there is such an interest in women's sports. So Yeah. And I mean Mark Davis is he, he he's different because he genuinely cares about our fans. He's not just a billionaire who wants to throw money at something and see what sticks. He truly, truly cares about the audience. And back to what you were saying about how you felt being a season ticket member wasn't feasible. That's another thing that our organization does so well. We have some of the most affordable pricing in all of professional sports. And it, it's because of that, we're able to reach so many more people who, just like you, thought that that was never going to happen for them. Now you get to be part of that and you get that same feeling, that same excitement, and you get to be part of that community, which is what I think we need as humans. We need community in a lot of different ways. And our 
season ticket members are just insanely, insanely passionate about our team. And I love it. I, I mean, you'll see next season when you come to the games, it is an energy that you, that you won't feel anywhere else. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. And just the two games that I took Penny, she had such a blast. Like we, we were late to the second game when we came to, but the first game I went early. Cause it was like, I want her to experience cause I've been to sporting events. I know what it's like to go early and kind of tailgate, but not really tailgate. And yeah. she was just so ecstatic. She was sitting on my shoulders and they were chanting oh. aces and while we were waiting to just even go into the arena. And she was just eating it up. She was screaming <laughs> aces. She was just getting so excited and people were looking around her and I'm like, yeah, it's her first game. And they're like, Oh, awesome. And just to see, like, it's very watching the aces play is very different than watching like the Seahawks or NFL or NBA. Cause you have nasty fans with those yes. sports teams where the aces, I didn't really see any, even with opposing fans, it was such a nice interaction that it's kind of cool. And you guys are doing really great things over there. We're trying, we're trying. It's what we strive for every day. I, I don't know one person in that office that isn't striving for greatness, whether they're an intern or a director, a VP, whatever their role is, everyone, it feels like, we're all on the same level, no matter what your title is. And that's actually what they told me too. Once they hired me on, they said, they said, title doesn't matter. We are all equal. And that was so different, especially going into the sports industry. You kind of have like preconceived notions of what it's going to be like, but they have made things so unique and so special. I, I feel blessed every day to be there. And I'm not just saying that, like, I, I really feel that. <laughs> So being that you're a woman in sports, have you noticed that there may be any disadvantages for you or that you've been treated differently or because you work for the Aces that is a women's basketball team, it's not so much prominent in that? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And, you know, I can't really say that I've been treated any differently. I mean, of course, sports naturally is a male dominant industry. And I'm used to that industry because in the mortgage world, that's exactly how it is, too. It's all male dominant. But I have never been treated differently, disrespected or anything like that from the public, from season ticket members or from anyone within our organization. Just because I'm a woman, they see us as just as powerful, just as motivational, just as capable of anything that anyone else can do, whether you're a man or a woman, you know. It's been, like I said, it's really, really special within the ACEs organization. And um, I feel I feel like I have so much room to grow and like the sky is the limit with them. That's awesome. Yeah. I, the, the, there's a quote that my wife likes to say, and I, I, I've kind of adopted it because some people could take offense to it. But uh, as as I've progressed and grown... She likes to say, I can do anything you can do, but in high heels. And so <laughs> I'm like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And like, it is, it may be an uphill battle sometimes. I mean, I feel like I'm one of the few people that I will engage with the negative comments when it comes to women's sports, just because there's such a pre preconception that it mm -hmm. is a boring product. And then when I always ask, have you watched the game? And they always say no. I'm like, then how do you know it's a boring product if you've never 
actually watched it. You can't. You don't. Like it, it's. It just doesn't make sense to me. But it, it, exactly. We we like I was telling you, Penny and I had this interaction on Sunday, and they were just like, "Oh yeah, it's this and that," and they're like, "They they're crying for equal pay." I'm like, "Well, do you understand what they're saying with equal pay? It's not they want to get paid millions of dollars like NBA. They want to get paid the same percentage. They don't get cuts of their jersey sales." I was like, I know if you go on the strip, you see all these Asia Wilson jerseys, Kelsey Plum, Jackie Young. Then that's sad that they don't get a portion of it. And I mean, hopefully that'll change over time. But that's yeah. what they're crying that are not even crying. That's what they're arguing about when they say they want equal pay. It has nothing to do with making millions of dollars. And sometimes people, when they hear that, they're like, oh, I thought it was just because they wanted to get paid the same amount. I'm like, no, it's a business. They understand that there isn't as much of a portion of it, but. There's still a portion. They still deserve a piece of the pie. Right. It's just it's just interesting. And it, it's fun having these conversations, even though I get heated. Because a <laughs> lot of times they uh, they kind of back off their word. Because apparently I'm a very intimidating person. I don't think so. But my wife says, so you setting at six foot two, almost 300 pounds. You're, you're a scary dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's just funny. But. So one of the questions I like to ask everyone that comes on here is um, comes from my uncle-in-law. He he hosts a podcast. It's called the Sports Light, po- Sports Light Podcast. I give him credit just because he made a post about his – he's a girl dad as well – about oh. his daughters. And, um, and this lady copied his post and then didn't give him credit at all for it. It was his story. And then when he said, hey – that's my story. Like, I just want you to credit my organization because he has an organization and she like blocked him. So now I'm like, this is his question. This is why I'm giving him credit. Oh <laughs> so my God, that's so funny. <laughs> the question is, if you were in front of a large group of people, uh, like a TED talk almost, and the question was asked, why should people support women in sports? What would your answer be? That's a big question. <laughs> it's the money question, really. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's so many reasons. I think one, just breaking the mold of that male dominant industry, like we were talking about before, I think is really, really important. It puts us on a larger stage that we wouldn't typically be on. And so it's good because women are just as strong and just as great of role models as men are. So I think when it comes to the role model aspect, there's not enough of us in that role model role. So I think it's important because personally, if I were a mom of a, of a little girl, I would rather her role model be Asia Wilson versus a social media influencer, for example. So that's why I really think it's important. And just having a healthy role model at the end of the day is great. I mean, I know growing up, I didn't have many women role models other than my mom. So this kind of just gives a new opportunity and a new window into something that you wouldn't typically see women in. And that's inspirational in itself. So I think the important goes not only for young girls, but also young boys too. They can, they see that women are just as capable, just just as awesome on the court. And that can completely change someone's outcome in life by seeing that. I know, I mean, I'm 28 and I'm 
motivated and inspired by seeing these girls play. So I can only imagine what it could do to children, let alone adults. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. That that <laughs> That's what I love so much, especially for Penny, is she gets this chance because she, like, idolizes Asia Wilson, Kelsey Plum. She's still amazed that Asia Wilson's taller than me because not a lot of people are taller than me. She yeah. Very <laughs> cool. But because I, I had the opportunity, my favorite Seahawk, my favorite football player of all time is Lofa Tatupu. I've had an opportunity to interview him and work with him in his podcast. And that is special in itself. And now that she gets this opportunity to see women that look like her, sound like her, playing at the highest level, it's just really mm-hmm. cool to see. And you hit the nail on the head saying that, that that's that's your guys' whole goal is exactly. to for this younger generation, this yep. younger generation to grow and have the chances that a lot of your generation or my parents' generation didn't have. So Exactly. Yeah, it's just really great. I always tell people who are on the fence about becoming a season ticket member who like let's say they have kids. I always try to remind them that the impact that this can have on their children, whether they're boys or girls, is going to be invaluable. And maybe you don't see that now, but you will see it in, you know, as time goes by, because they're going to be motivated by what they're seeing on the court, not only the physical aspect, but the mental aspect. Like we see so many documentaries about, um, Here's an example. I'm watching the Florida Gator documentary right now about, you know, the college football team and the mindset that these men have is so intense and it's just they have so much ambition. I want that same feeling that I get watching that documentary. I want kids to have that same feeling when they come to our games. You know, and I wish that there was a documentary out there about a professional women's sport and like the you know, the behind the scenes and how they truly are mentally, because that's a huge part of it. It's not just your physical ability. It's all up here. This is number one. So that's why I find it so important because it can just olive branch into so many other things in their life. And it could really change the trajectory for them. Yeah. I I would pay to watch that documentary, especially about the aces. It's been such a cool journey from them coming from San Antonio to getting yep. Becky Hammond, arguably one of the best women's coaches ever to coach. I, 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 As much as it pains me, I feel like she's going to get poached to the NBA sooner rather than later. And I mean, that that I feel like that'd be the highest compliment mm-hmm. that oh, yeah. the men's game recognizes her as one of the greats. So yeah. uh, it's just, it's such a unique time, I think, in sports because you have the WNBA really thriving and then you have all these women's football leagues that are also thriving. Yeah. So much growth is happening. So my next question for you, how do you feel about the new expansion team for the WNBA? I are think you excited great. about it? I Bring it on. Bring on the competition. I mean, I don't think – this is biased, obviously, but obviously I think the Aces are, no matter what, are going to be number one, regardless of who's coming into the league. But I think it's great because it's just spreading more of what we need more of. And it's on path with our mission in the WNBA or just, you know, working within the WNBA. We need more fans. We need more exposure. We're like a we're like a nonprofit compared to a big, you know, company that's already been established when, you know, when you look at it in terms of 
how much money we produce and things like that. So I think it's fantastic that they're bringing a new team. Bring it on. They better be ready for Asia Wilson because they are going to get that. They're just they're going to have the time of their lives. Yeah, I, I think it's awesome, too, because you see all these great players because there's such there's only 12 teams. These yeah. great players aren't getting the chances to play because you only have limited roster spots. So it adds yeah. more teams and hopefully they'll expand more. I've heard rumors that Portland could be one of the next expansions, which would be really cool, yeah. too, just because I think I, I mean, I'm I'm biased that it's one of the hardest decisions I had to make between the, uh, the Seattle storm and the aces, just because I root for all the Seattle teams. I'm like, yeah. And I root for the aces. And then I finally, I was like, yeah, no, I'm rooting for the aces where with the golden Knights, I'll kind of root for them, but I, I prefer the crack into the golden Knights. So, <laughs> well, forgive me if you've already answered this, but why do you choose Seattle teams? Okay, so I didn't answer that, and most people okay. don't know this, but my mom's side of the family, so I have interesting genetics. My dad's side of the family is all from South America. They're from Chile. So oh. it, it's been really cool because the Chilean women's soccer team just competed in the 2019 World Cup. It was their first ever. Uh, it's been cool to kind of show my dad that, hey, there's more than just the men's soccer team. You also have the women's team, and they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then my mom's side of the family is all from Washington. And my my grandpa, he's 90, I want to say he's 95, or he's turning 95 this year. Wow. And he is like an OG Seahawks fan, like oh. when they first showed up. And I remember when I was like in the fifth grade, he told me, he's like, hey, if you're not a Seahawks fan, you're not a grandson of mine. And I, 11-year-old me, like, oh, yeah, okay, grandpa, I'll be a Seahawks yeah. fan too. And it, it's it's been fun like that. That is the dream job. Like if I could put, if I could pick anywhere to work in sports, it would be for the Seahawks just because that is the Seahawks are what the aces are to Penny. That's mm -hmm. my, like, that's my one, that's my true love other than my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> <Good answer. laughs> so yeah, that, that, that's why. Yeah. It, it's, it all stems from my grandpa and some of the most fun times I ever had was watching Sunday games with him. He's Aww. losing his mind a little bit now, so it's it's a bit tough, yeah. but it, it's fun. He doesn't remember things, so we're able to talk about old things, and Aww. it's like it's brand new, so it's kind of cool. That's sweet. Hey, I mean, I don't see why you can't go work for the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm sure I, I have. In the future. Yeah, I mean, right now the goal is to stay here because we just bought a condo so <laughs> like thank you and that's i mean exciting. if i were to pick a team to work for here i, I definitely that's why when you told me about teamwork i'm definitely going yeah. to be looking once i graduate because i think that would be such a fun atmosphere because yes. when penny is older i want her to understand that me as a girl dad i did everything in my power to make sure she has every single opportunity to grow, whether it's in sports or it's in drama or whatever she wants to do. I want her to understand that I did my part. And so we'll see. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I feel like this, the time that we're in right now, it being 2023, things have changed a lot. And a lot of things, you know, a lot of people are, are more open with different parts of themselves. We're just in a different time now. And I think the inclusivity is a lot different these days in a good way. 
So it's just really cool to see men like you who like take pride in the girl dad role, want to, you know, have have the ambition to want to see their little girls play basketball versus play with Barbies, you know? So I'm really grateful that we're in this time and that I'm part of this organization during this time because it's so different compared to where we used to be even just a decade ago. Yeah. I mean, and I, I do get the best of both worlds. She does like the sports, but she also likes the makeup. My last oh. interview I did on Sunday, she painted my nails bright pink. And so oh I, in my, my interview, God. I had bright pink nails and they would <laughs> not go away. So I had them for like a week and then they finally have peeled. But it, it, <laughs> I've embraced it. I'm like, if, if I'm going to be a girl dad, I'm going to be a girl dad a thousand percent. Like yes. if that means getting makeovers whatever it is, I'll do it. Like playing Barbies. It doesn't really matter. Like I, I enjoy it because it makes her happy. That's at the end of the day, that's all I care about is her happiness. So that's so sweet. Oh my gosh. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the last questions I like to ask before ending every interview, if you could give a piece of advice to the pennies of the world, what would your advice be? Oh my gosh. Another my, big question. <laughs> yeah, that's a big question. My advice would be, if it scares you, then go for it. If it's intimidating, go for it. If you feel like you're not ready, go for it. Don't let anybody scare you out of this. Don't let your mind stop you. You know what you're capable of, and we know what you're capable of. So just go for it. There's no, what's the saying? You miss all the shots you don't take. Yeah. So why not take it? The worst that can happen is, you know, you get a no. Okay, you move on to the next. Every no is one step closer to a yes. So just go for it. Like Nike, Thank you for that. Just do it. <laughs> that is such a good slogan. But yeah, yeah, I like that. And when Penny is older, I'm excited for her to listen to each of these interviews and hear oh. because they're all similar messages. Every single woman that I've interviewed, whether it's an athlete or someone in your capacity working mm -hmm. in sports, they all have similar stories, but very different and unique stories as well. So I'm excited for when she's a little bit older because Right now, it's kind of in one ear, out the other. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but have her listen to all these. So, another thing I like to do before ending each uh, episode is Is there anyone you would like to shout out? Yes. I, okay, first, I have to shout out my fiance, John Sklavos. He is the main reason why I joined sports. So I'm so lucky that I had met him and now I have him as my soon-to-be husband. I'm so grateful for him every day. And I tell him at least once a week how thankful I am for him, for the push that he gave me. But aside from him, I have to give a shout out to my team with the Aces, my directors, Kalani and Gus, and my girls, Adrian, Kirsty. And Beja, they are just such a beautiful group of people to work with, not only just to work with, but just to be around. Like the energy and the ambiance that people love at our games is the same energy and ambiance that we have in our office. And it's so magical. So I have to give them all a shout out because they are they all hold a very special piece of my heart. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, 
if they ever want to hop on for an interview and let me pick their brains, I'll be happy to have them come on too. Like, I will let them know. <laughs> I, I do not judge. I, I like hearing everyone's stories because they're so unique. And I should have this episode edited and I'm about, depending, because I still got to make dinner. But after <laughs> dinner, it'll be up and ready and it'll be on all major platforms. I'll send you a link to it. So it'll be on uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, all the, all, the, all the works. But thank you again for taking time out of your busy schedule letting me pick your brain a little bit about the aces and let's hope they continue sweeping uh, the yes! Liberty. I know. Wish us luck for tomorrow's game at 6 PM. If you can't be there, please watch it. It's going to be incredible. And thank you so much, Braden, for your time and for inviting me onto this podcast. It's been a pleasure and definitely out of my comfort zone, but I feel so lucky to be here. Well, you did great. You thank did you. awesome. Thank I know you were worried about stuttering and stuttering. whatnot. <laughs> You did awesome. Well, thank you again. And yeah, I'll, I'll email you uh, this episode when it's edited. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.